Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. I'm back here for another episode of Self-Care for Survivors of Trauma, and what's been on my mind this week has been politeness. So the question for me is, where is it politeness and where is it starting to become fakeness or inauthenticity or just plain phoniness, right? So something happened a couple weeks ago that started making me wonder about this question, So I was talking to someone, family member, that, you know, we disagree on some things. And one of the big things we seem to disagree on is the fact that my ex-husband is a narcissist. I kind of characterize him that way so that I could learn about what was going on there. And, you know, I'm not saying he has the disorder, but there's a lot of tendencies there. And it helps me to give that label for myself so that I can learn what it is and all that kind of stuff. So through my divorce and learning about what was happening to me, the emotional abuse, the really subtle verbal abuse, that kind of stuff, I would sometimes talk about how difficult my ex-husband was. And this family member um, never agreed with me. They always acted like it was my fault. They always acted like I was being overdramatic. They always acted like this is what divorce is. Everyone always hates each other in a divorce and your divorce is no different than any other divorce. Well, I know for sure that my divorce was not like every other divorce and my ex-husband does not treat our son the way a loving parent should. But yet this family member of mine still wants to characterize my ex-husband as this great person. And every time he gets brought up, this person always says something like positive about him. It's really weird. So I, in the last few years, you know, I hardly ever bring him up to this person because, you know, obviously I'm just going to get hurt there because we disagree. So it just popped up, though, a few weeks ago. I was telling this person about how my son has some high standards for things and even though he is not picky sometimes he'll just have some very high standards for different food he eats or different things like that and I said you know it kind of reminds me of Jeremy that's not his name but let's say my ex-husband's name was Jeremy kind of reminds me of Jeremy and um, like you wouldn't have known that Jeremy had such high expectations for things but he certainly did and was very upset when we'd go out and say things were foul and they were horrible and he'd hate restaurants and, you know, just like dig into places that he didn't think were up to his standards. Well, this family member of mine, after I said that, said, well, yeah, of course, maybe Jeremy felt that way, but he was so polite he would never say that in mixed company. And that comment has just kind of stuck with me that this family member called my ex-husband polite. And I was thinking about that 
And I was like, no, that's not polite. That's like my ex-husband being completely 100% phony. I mean, he, we'd go to dinner with my family and the second, you know, and he'd act all nice and everything. And the second we leave dinner and we're in the car where nobody else can hear us, he'd start saying rude things about different stuff and picking on me about things and talking about how this food was not perfect or, you know, ripping things to shreds. So it's like, I'm sorry, but that is not politeness. That is something different. That is playing a character to try to get people to like you. And so I really resented that idea that this family member said that my ex-husband was polite, quote unquote. I was just like, no, she took that maybe as him being polite, but maybe in some really strange way, that is a lot of social norms, like where you pretend to get along and you pretend this and you pretend that. And you know what? I'm just not having it. I am so sick of people's fakeness and I'm sick of that. Like I'm sick of the politeness. I want to find a way to be not rude, but also authentic. I was coming up again on this week and really not wanting to go to this this event, but the children involved, there's something going on that was honoring one of the children, and I really do love the children, and I wanted to be there for that child. And so I thought, okay, well, I will come and bring a gift and um, show up and give that child their gift and give them a hug and tell them I love them and all that kind of stuff, but I don't have to stay long, so... That was like kind of what I promised my inner child this time, that I was going to stay for about an hour and say hi and make sure that that child knows I care about them, and then I could go. But while I was thinking of what should I do, should I go to this event, should I just completely not go to this event? Like, I never enjoy hanging out with these people. Why do I keep putting myself in this situation? And, you know, there's a lot of reasons to put myself in a situation with extended family members and friends that are kind of part of that community, right? Um, And the reason is, I guess I want to have some kind of community. I I don't want to be completely cut off from that community. So that was one reason for me to choose to go. And then I was thinking, but they're all just so fake. And then I turned it around like I've learned how to do in the past few years And I know when I'm starting to lash out and say something negative about a person or a group of people, I can turn it back around and make the statement towards myself. Wait a second. If I'm seeing that they're fake, then that might mean that I'm being fake in some ways. So I sat there and examined that a little bit yesterday. Like, how am I being fake? And I am certain that I came up with, well... I am being fake because I go there and I'm acting polite, right? And my type of politeness is kind of a people-pleasing thing. I don't feel comfortable not going with the flow. I feel really awkward when I don't let people hug me or don't hug someone that wants a hug. It's very hard for me to say no to what other people want, I feel other people's feelings very easily, and I haven't learned that skillfully yet of being able to say no in a social situation. So I was thinking to myself, what could I do that's a little more authentic? I don't want to be 100% rude, 
and I don't want to cause a major controversy, but is there a way for me to show up more authentically as myself and not be quite as nicey-nice? I don't have to be disrespectful, but I also don't have to be friendly if I don't feel friendly towards that person. So I'm coming up with my own definition of politeness. And for me, it means maybe showing up, maybe saying hi, not having a deep conversation. So I had planned that I would show up there and there's one person that usually gives me a hug. And I really don't think that person even likes me. It's just one of those things that, oh, you see somebody, give them a hug. And I guess I've always thought that maybe the relationship will get better as the years go by, and it hasn't, you know. It's still at the major surface level, and it's not close. And so I thought to myself, well, maybe I will not hug that person today. When he comes up to give me a hug, maybe I can just say no hug today or no thank you or something like that. I think I came up with a phrase. So that was my plan, and my other plan was I'm definitely going to stay away from a couple different people that I'm sure are just, they're not healthy mentally, and I really don't want to talk to them. So I will choose to not be around them and not sit anywhere near them because I don't even like overhearing parts of their conversation and that kind of thing. You know, I'm saying this, and I really don't like how this makes me sound, to myself, I'm being pretty critical of myself. Um, it's hard when I don't enjoy different people that I feel like society tells me that I'm supposed to enjoy. But that's the truth. It's the truth that I really don't like spending time with certain people. And I know that I get to choose how to spend my time and I need to be better at saying no to things that don't work for me. Because when I put myself in situations where I can't be authentic and where people don't want me to be authentic, they don't care who I am and and I can't get them to connect, it really hurts me. It hurts so bad. It feels very violent almost um, and painful, just very painful. And I wish it was, it didn't, but I, I'm just a sensitive person and therefore I really think it makes a lot of sense for me to try to spend most of my time with people that care about me, that make me feel like I'm of value and I matter. So I went in knowing that I can go sit outside alone and enjoy the beautiful scenery and the place we were meeting and I don't have to always be talking to someone either. I also told myself that I can go play with the kids. I don't have to hang out with the adults all the time. So I went there with, you know, some prayers in mind. I was asking God for help and support and for me being kind because I was feeling resentful. I journaled a ton about it in the morning before I went to the activity. And I cried a lot about the pain I feel about a certain person in that crowd not really caring about me or that's how I perceive it and not being able to connect with that person that I really wish I could. So I cried it out a little bit and I got myself centered and I went to the event. Well, um, it went pretty well. I got to give the present to the kid and he was happy and I got to give him a hug and that was awesome. One of the, I'd say, mentally unwell people, you know, barely said hi and tried to get away quick, but She did make a really rude comment about my son, (laughs) and it just, it really triggered me. 
Um, on the way home, I was just like really mad about it. I mean, you know, it shouldn't be surprising though. That's what she does. So, you know, my son is shorter than the other kids that are at that party just because of the way genes happen, right? And the parents of some kids are taller than me and I'm not very tall. So my son's not very tall and we're not skinny, skinny minis. And so my son is not a tiny, skinny mini, but we're not overweight, you know? So there's really no need to comment on it. But as we walk in, you know, my son gets all these like, oh, you've grown so much and blah, blah, blah. You're so tall now. Then this woman that seems to care so much about being polite says the rudest thing ever and will call my son Sam. She says, well, gosh, Sam, you've grown so much. And then she goes, I always thought of Sam as this short little stocky guy running around. And oh my God, I hate the word stocky like with a passion because I was called that all the time when I was a kid. My mom, my grandma... Everyone wanted to talk about how stocky I was. It's not a compliment, people. Why would you tell a kid that? It's so rude. Let's not comment on other people's bodies. So I moved away from that person as quick as possible and went and sat outside and enjoyed the scenery and my food, which was delicious. And I got to talk to a couple people. I was personable. I asked them questions. I actually had a nice time talking to a few people. But then, dang it, the man came over to give me a hug and he looked me in the eye, said hi, Aaron, and I couldn't say no to the hug. So I did the hug. (sighs) So, you know, I didn't do everything right and I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe I will be able to say no to the hug in the future. I don't know. But I know that I want to be authentic. I don't want to pretend to like people if I don't like them. I am not going to start up an argument with someone. So until I decide to just not go to these events, which I don't know if that's going to happen, I have to figure out a way to make myself happy and do what's right for me within this container, right? So I'd love to hear what you guys do with extended family or different people that you have maybe run into at work or different people that you are around that you have a hard time with. How do you be authentic but also polite-ish as to not cause major controversy? Or do you cause controversy? Do people get frustrated if you put up a boundary? I mean, that's really what it is here. If I put up the boundary, I don't want to hug. That's going to make this guy go, wait, what's going on? Our relationship's not okay. I mean, he wouldn't say those words probably, but he'd like really be surprised, right? Shocked that I wouldn't want to hug from someone who doesn't care about me. (laughs) But, you know, he doesn't know how I feel. And that's just my perception. I mean, I've never asked him directly how he feels about me. I've just seen a lot of instances, right? So, you know, maybe I'm making up a story in my head. I can always allow that. And, you know, it's just the way people are different. We all react differently to things. We all behave differently. Our level of what we think politeness is, is different. And I'm just learning how to coexist. And I don't want to go somewhere and give away all my energy for nothing. But I think today I went there and I kept most of my energy and 
I allowed myself to have a feeling. I didn't tell myself that I was wrong to be upset at those comments. I didn't tell myself that I was weird to want to sit by myself for a few minutes. I didn't stop myself from moving away from the group of people and going to another spot in the shade that I like. And when I did sit in the couch all alone, people ended up starting to sit there. So there was nothing wrong with that. I think in the past I used to kind of shame myself for being different or not wanting to be part of the big group because I don't feel really that comfortable talking in a big group. I'd rather just have a one-on-one conversation with someone and that's where my comfort lies. All right, well, have a great week, survivors. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.